our spirit. What is it? Where does it go? Are we able to see them using our mind's eye? If so, just what can spirit teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. And now your host, Diet Renee. Hello, everybody. Welcome to School Through Spirit. I'm your host, Yet Renee, here on WLTKDB.com. Um, this is a show really about where I explore different people's lives, their journeys, and how spirit has impacted them. I do talk to a guest every every week for a few minutes um, about their spiritual modalities or just, you know, what's kind of going on in their journey, their story. Um I do find that these stories really do help to impact other people and, and making people feel normal. I don't know if that makes sense. Just normal. You know, like this is just us. This is how life works. Now, each week I do start talk to um, a little bit about what spirit wants me to talk about. And then I go on to my guest who today is Dave Schrader. Oh my God. Oh my God. Dave has been part of Holzer. Well, he was Holzer Files, him and uh, Shane Pittman and Cindy Kaza. Uh That was a two-year two year or two of season, I believe. Um, he's been on the ghost adventures. He's got paranormal 60. Uh, just Dave is really just an incredible, you know, person humanitarian, really a huge icon in the paranormal world has a lot of understanding on it. And I really thought his story is more pivotal. It's very pivotal, not just how he got into it, but the fact that, you know what, he makes paranormal, not poke the ghost paranormal. And I love, love, love that. It's one of the things I wasn't a paranormal person. I didn't watch paranormal TV shows. I didn't like maybe the feeling I was getting from them. They made me a little fearful. I mean, everybody's heard me before go, oh my God, you'll never see me do paranormal because it's just scary to me. Um, and you know what? I will honestly say through the show that he was on, the, the TV show that he was on, uh, Holzer Files, it really just hit home that, wait a second, these spirits have stories. These spirits, you know what? They're not all evil. They're not all like, you know, out to get you. They're not any of that type of stuff. They're just spirits, you know? And yes, he might have some stories about some darker things. I don't know because, you know, I haven't talked to him a lot about those types of things. But, you know, he made he made it spirit real. He 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 took it off the scary board and put it on the understanding board. And I really like that about I really, really love that about Dave. Um, which is aka one of the reasons I really wanted to bring him on today is just to kind of maybe help, you know, tell his story, educate, do whatever, you know, just do whatever, which was just so cool. Um, right now I'm just going through everything and sharing the link to everywhere and anywhere. Although I do want to let you know if you want to go straight to the source, which is the station, WLTKDB.com, you can both watch the show on there and just listen to it. So if you have to go about your day, you have to go to work, you're going, oh my God, I don't want to miss Dave. You know what I mean? Which I wouldn't want to miss Dave. <clears throat> then just go to the station. You can listen to it like a radio now. We've brought that back, which is phenomenal. I'm super excited about that. Um, which really, I kind of want to talk about today 
Um, because I asked Spirit, what should I talk about? Like I do every morning. I do every morning. Gosh, I'm just sharing this everywhere, guys. Everywhere. And you know what? Please do the same. Please do the same. If if you like what I do, if you like what we talk about, if you like the journeys that get explored, please do me a favor and share, share, share this all over Facebook, your Instagram, your Twitter, your tweeting, whatever, whatever's out there. Please take a moment and just share, share, share. Oh my God, I didn't look at the comments yet. Good morning, Miss Ellie and Miss Charlie Lynn. Oh my God, thank you. Good morning, Joe. So happy. Good morning, WL2KDB.com. Um, but please do me a favor and share everywhere. Have fun with this, okay? Have fun with this. And that's what I'm kind of doing right now. I'm just sharing it everywhere. That's because I can't do it until I actually start. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, Deidre. Um, so yes, please take a moment and Hit that share button. Tell everybody how much you love me, how much that you want them to see the content that we talk about and see what happens, you know. Good morning, Susan, Suzanne. I love you too, darling. Um, so good morning, Miss Jody. So what I wanted to talk about this morning is um, it's kind of a personal subject, and I found a lot of this over the weekend. I found a ton of this over the weekend because thank you, Jody, for sharing. Um, Oh my God, I don't know. Trying to think what, what, which place I wanted to go share this to. Um, one of those things that happened over the weekend, I was in Iowa. If anybody didn't know, I was in Iowa. I was doing a, it's called the Iowa Metaphysical Fair in Iowa. It's, I think, the longest running fair. It's like 30 some years now, and it's huge. It's at the state fairgrounds. So a lot, a lot, a lot of just amazing people, just, just so much going on. It was so awesome. But it seemed to be a theme this weekend. And I thought, wow, it's a theme that I've been going through. So I really kind of thought it was pretty cool. And the theme really was about people, they're all in this transition. Everybody's in this healing. Good morning, Miss Tara. Everybody's in this transition. Everybody's in this healing. And I really thought it was, I mean, you know, anybody that sits down with a reading with me knows that the first thing I tell people is, you know what? Um, I like to see people cry. And that's not to be mean, okay? That's not to be mean. It's because tears are healing, okay? Tears are healing. Good morning, Miss Kim. Um, tears, tears are just healing. And when you see tears, you know you something has hit a chord inside of somebody, and you've really touched them, and the tears start to flow because it really is the beginning of healing and letting go and releasing and and going on. And I, you know, some of the readings I did, I barely started. It was like, good morning, how you doing? And tears. I was like, oh my gosh. And it really, for one, it was really that close. Um, but I really found that a lot of people were transitioning. I really found a lot of people, it was the same theme about, you know, they're, they're healing their heart. They're hearing their heart chakra. They're healing events of their life. They're going through all this stuff. And, you know, each one of them seemed to just be like hitting their head against a wall or downing on themselves for this, or whatever might be going. I mean, it was just, it was incredible. I mean, incredible people, but really just down on themselves because they were going through this stuff. And, you know, whether it be they didn't know if, um, you know, why they were going through it, they didn't understand it, they didn't understand the stuck feeling, or they didn't understand life falling apart around them. Um, all these wonderful things that I've definitely gone through and I've gone through a few times and I'm sure everybody has, you know, because it's just part of our journey. But as I sat down with them, you know, and it was a lot of mediumship reading. I mean, a lot of medium readings from the other side of, you know, loved ones coming in, you know, and, and their general rule was one, be gentle, be kind to yourself. You're, you're not a failure. You're not an F up. You're not, 
you know what? This is life. This, this hurts. Transition happens. And it's hard when we transition because sometimes, you know, all those past memories are coming up and you're just kind of barraded. Good morning, Michelle B. Oh, thank you. Um, sometimes when all those past memories are barraded on you, they're just boom, 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 boom. You really start to feel like, oh my God, you know, I, you either end up having a lot of regrets or a lot of sadness, or a lot of tears, or, you know, some people go, oh my God, my life sucks or whatever it might be. And spirit and in the energy both kept saying, gosh, be gentle on yourself. Life has not been, you know what? You're not a bad person. Life has not been, you know, is, is not meant to, to, you know, beat you down, but life is meant to be experienced. And life is really trying to just, um, get you into that, um, that moment of, of just loving yourself. Good morning, Mr. Michael. Um, thank you, Joe. Um, it's, it's getting you into that point of trying you know, because we are here to experience and we are here to experience all the highs, the lows, the happiness, the sadness, all of it, because our soul takes it all into account. But really, the soul wants to get back to that joy. It really wants to get back to that feeling of joy. But you can't get there until you heal your life. You know, you just can't get there until um, <laughs> I'm much better today, Miss Deidre. And I wasn't saying just exhausted. Um, and I hope Shelby's feeling better. I'm sorry. Um, but it really is getting to that moment of um, feeling of joy. And you can't get there until you start paying attention to some of those feelings that are coming up, some of the memories that are coming up, and taking them one at a time. And that's one thing I kept telling people over the weekend is take these things one at a time. Take them for what they are. The memory comes up. Look at the memory. And, and don't look at it from a point of, oh my gosh, I just, I want to cry all over again. I just want to be hurting. I want to be in my quote unquote pity party, whatever it might be. But take the memory and look at it and go, why is this coming up? Why am I remembering this? Why is this coming to, to my attention right now? And then you have the understanding of what do I need to learn from this? And it's not that, gosh, my nose, my nose has been like doing this itchy thing all weekend. I'm hoping it's not a new spirit thing. Like spirit comes around my nose itches or something. Good morning, Miss Andrea. Um, but, you know, when these memories come up, look at them from a point of understanding. Like literally, like, hey, wh why, why is this, why is my brain bringing this memory up? What is it about this that I did not learn, that I did not experience? And, and look at it from that aspect. And when you think you've come to the understanding of it, let it go just and it's because you're not going to forget about it it's never going to go away totally and it might come up again at a later date where and at that point you kind of have to look at it again you have to like turn a kaleidoscope look at it again what else am i supposed to understand or learn from this and i'll tell you what it's a lot easier to go through memories than get forced back into another situation all over again because that'll happen also you know if we don't learn it we experience it again basically so one of the aspects i've been telling people through this weekend is number one just be gentle on yourself. Be easy on yourself. There's no reason to, you know, kind of go through what I went through. And I'm sure a lot of people go through this, which is just total destruction of your life. And oh my God, you end up in a in in some town five hours away from where you normally live, or maybe even further, hiding in the woods because you don't want to look at anybody, you know? It's so much easier than that. You know, it may not feel easier than that, but it is easier than that. So really start to be gentle on yourself because I'm hearing a lot of people are transitioning. A lot of people are doing a lot of healing. A lot of people have got all this stuff coming up. So that is the first thing. Just be gentle. Another one is to trust your understanding. 
Okay, trust your understanding of the situations coming up, those memories coming up. Excuse me, so many of us, and myself included, so many of us want to go and um, look at somebody else, you know, and go, oh my gosh, why is this happening? Why am I looking at this? You know, we, we will go to somebody else for maybe dream interpretation, or I don't understand why this is coming up again. You know, we, we just want to go and have that support of our friends. We want to have that support. We want to have somebody else's understanding, somebody else's clarification. And that's not a bad thing. So don't get me wrong. That is not a bad thing for that. Okay. Thank you for sharing, Miss Deidre. <clears throat> um, because support and understanding is great. It really is. But truly, at the end of the day, you are the only person that's going to get the understanding of why that's coming up now. The only one. You know, you might get somebody else to kind of look at you and go, oh, yeah, that kind of fits. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. But literally, when you go back and do five minutes worth of pondering, and please don't ponder days upon days upon days on something. You know, look at it from yourself. What is your understanding? What is it you feel you're at that point? Now, I think everybody that might be listening to you might understand the word maturity, okay? And you understand it as you grow, you mature, you get wiser, you get a different type of understanding. Something you experienced at 18 feels much different than if you experienced the same situation at 48, okay? It's maturity, it's growth, it's wisdom that is making the difference how you look at something. And that's going to happen with your memories at the same time. So even though you're looking at the memory of, oh my God, I was a stupid 18-year-old, blah, 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 you know, and this might be going on, you're looking at it at the maturity of somebody, you know, older looking back at that. And you're going to see it as a difference. It's kind of like the old saying, you know what, I wouldn't change my life, but the one thing I would like to do is go back to when I was 18 with all the knowledge I have today. Maybe things would be different. <clears throat> so it is really looking at stuff from the way you understand things. Because only you are at that level of growth. Only you are at that, that person that's going to understand what you need to understand for yourself at the time of that coming up. And that's also why memories will come up over and over again as you get older. It's because sometimes you need just need that growth. You need to have that understanding that only age and experience gets you to look back and understand things of previous years. So instead of having to relive it again, memories are a great way. But again, trust yourself. Now, I want to tell you the last thing I really got, and it was so funny because... Um, this really kind of came up and it came up in a few readings. So it was, and it took me a minute to understand why it kept coming up. And because literally I'd be in a reading going, oh my gosh, all this heavy stuff, you know, all this heavy stuff, all this growth, all this understanding, all this stuff going on. And then all of a sudden, boom, I would see spirit do something totally off the charts, totally probably not them. And I would be like, oh, I don't feel it. This is what they do. But all of a sudden, you know, they're in shorts and a tutu or they're, you know, going doing whatever. I mean, they were doing radical things. I'm like, oh, my God, what's this about? And it was funny because it ended up being the same, the same scenario all over again. Everybody that was going through these major transformations, these major transitions in their life and going through all this healing and all this incredible work. And trust me, it's incredible when it happens. All of them are so engulfed in this. You know, they're engulfed in it because it's what's going on and it's hard. That they really forgot that, you know, they had to take time for them. 
They had to take time. You know, maybe they don't get a full day to themselves or maybe they can't plan a trip someplace. But you know what? All of a sudden, wake up on a Sunday morning, you know, oh, man, I'm not doing the dishes today and head your butt out to the lake, you know, or, you know, one lady was even like, I uh, never take time for anything. And literally, they, I heard them, they, you need to twirl to work. You need to do a couple of skips. And she just started laughing because it was the spontaneity of those little moments that would put a smile on her face. Those tiny moments that we never give ourselves. We're always constantly telling, and I'm a big one, and I hear it myself. Take time for yourself. Take care of yourself. Oh, my God, what do those words mean? Really? You know what I mean? Really? What do those words mean? We always say it. We say it to ourselves. We, and when somebody says it to us, we go, I know, I know. You know what I mean? Um, all those types of things. But really, how often do we do that? Because I think in our heads, we think, oh, my God, I need a full day to go have a spa day and blah, 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 and, and do all this stuff. But really, nobody's who's got a full day to do that. Who in, in, in America living right now has a full day or any country that just go splurge on yourself or will take that day? Probably a better better analogy of that or better questions. Who's going to take that day? Good morning, Ms. Sherry. So spirit just kept coming through being spontaneous being spontaneous. They didn't say go take a full day. They didn't say to, you know, do anything major. Okay. Um, God, this has been my nose all weekend. I think I brought a spirit with me. I'm not sure. I don't think I did because I think it's just a spirit thing now. Like they come around, my nose is getting water. I don't know. Um, but, and it was those actions of you know, walking down the street or walking to your car and all of a sudden do a little hop, skip and a jump and laugh. Be a fool for two minutes. Dance in your kitchen, you know, just because you got the eggs cooking and you can. You know, um, they didn't say go take a bubble bath. They didn't say go do anything that was going to be uh, relaxing. It was all spontaneous bringing your vibration up, bringing that energy up. And I think the reason they were saying that, I mean, I'm pretty positive the reason that they were saying it is because everybody I was talking to was really down on themselves. They were really introspecting. They were really all, good morning, Miss Lisa. They were all here. They were all paying attention here. So far deep inside, they weren't even having a chance to bring that vibration. They were really bringing their vibration down, really to that point of sadness. And I had to look at them because as the energy was talking or spirit was coming through, that message was be spontaneous. Do something for yourself right now. Do it throughout the day. Get up if you're working at a desk and do a shake shimmy and just and just kind of laugh at yourself. Those are the good morning, Miss Maria. Mine mine does too when spirit is close, hugs, loves all. Yeah. And um so it is doing those types of things. It is being, you know, it is sometimes acting like a fool just because you can. Just because you can. I mean, come on. Who hasn't gone to Walmart and just thrown something up over at somebody else? On the, well, okay, that's my family. We wait until somebody's on the other side and we take a roll of toilet paper and throw it up over the top and we just laugh. I love it. I make people do the elephant walk with me randomly. Exactly. Exactly. It's those types of things that really start. Good morning, Mashanna. It's those kind of things that randomly lift your spirit. It's that spontaneity. It's those things that, you know, at the end of the day go, wow, you know, life was hard today. I had a ton of stuff to do. I have to stay focused. I have to do that. 
and, and transition and it'll do that to you. Oh my gosh. And then you put all that other stuff on and it's like, we're just weighed down and we get weigh ourselves down with all this energy and we don't know how to pick it up. And then next, you know, you're not really living life, are you? So that seemed to be the message is literally guys, take your time, you know, be spontaneous. Take those moments to, to jump, take those moments to laugh. And it's really exciting because you'll find out, you know, after you do that, all of a sudden when you come back to your regular day, you've raised your vibration. Looking at those past memories, looking at that healing, all of a sudden goes, wait a second, this, and now you're looking at it from a totally different view, aren't you? I mean, you went from going oh, very sullen, getting very deep into it, almost, I, mean, I don't want to say earth shattering, but some, sometimes I can feel that way. But sometimes you just get dubby downer. You know, and it's like because you can't figure it out and you're just going deeper and deeper and deeper. And literally when that happens, sometimes you have to get away with it, get away from it, not with it. But sometimes you have to get away from it. You know, sometimes you have to get up and go for a walk. Sometimes you have to get up and just dance. Sometimes you have to get up and sing. Do whatever you have to do to raise that vibration and then come back at it again and see really, really what you're supposed to learn from this not the Debbie Downer part of it but what you are supposed to be for your transitions it's also going to help you by being spontaneous and coming through to this now people don't look at this because I know you're all looking at me like you really want me to go skipping I love how James like the elephant walk that's awesome um you know or being you know like Tom Cruise you know and uh dancing with a spoon and singing you know whatever it might be those are the things in life that all of a sudden take life and yourself from being almost monotone, from being this person that maybe not be, not that you're not happy, but maybe just comfortable, maybe just satisfied. It's going to start to raise your vibration up. And it's going to raise it up to where life does feel a lot more fun. Life is more entertaining. It's more fun to go to work because you're, quote unquote, having an attitude adjustment because that's what you're doing. You're changing your own attitude, okay? But you're raising your vibration through this. And as this is changing, all of a sudden it's like work isn't so bad. Life isn't so bad. You get home. You're, you're doing this as you get home. And you're giggling and you're laughing. And you're just you're seeing the humor within yourself. And then you will find at nighttime when you're cooking. And all of a sudden you just start laughing because you think about the day and how you did something idiotic just to raise your vibration, just to raise that spontaneity. Okay? Which is amazing. And it helps you to start looking at life a lot differently. It really does. And how this comes full circle, because it does come full circle back to that transition. It does bring it back through. Because you know what? Again, the soul is about getting back to joy. The soul is about getting back to happiness. As much as we learn and as much as experience and as much as we do all this stuff, we really do need to get, I'm 52 years old, over the, do, and for an attitude adjustment. I love that, Michael. Me too, I'm telling you. Um, oh, I, 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 I make sure I play with the kids and just be a fool as much as I can. Um, but it does. It brings you back to that full, that full circle. It does. It brings you back. And how that brings it back is because literally you come back to, okay, a memory is coming up. This is coming up. This is coming up. Um, and you start to look at things a lot differently again. So when you start to look at those memories coming up that, you know, more lessons or different ways of looking at things and those can, things come up. Now you have a different attitude. You have a little bit more upbeat. And when you look back at them, you look at it and you go, okay, wait a second. 
how was I supposed to look? You know, what, what am I supposed to be looking at now? What is my understanding this time around of how this is supposed to feel? And that really becomes a huge change. You start to change the way you look. You start to change the way the experience is. And it's amazing when that happens. It truly is. Shelby, I've started calling my work usually being overstocked in the back room at Walmart. Advanced Tetris. You do. I love that. And I'll tell you what, if anybody ever sees posts from Shelby online, it's awesome. She actually has taken pictures of Walmart, the, the storeroom, or I should say, yeah, it is Walmart. And she's like, Tetris again, <laughs> you know? But it is. It makes life fun. Good morning, Mom. Um, good morning, Ms. Sherry. Um, so with that being said, I hope everybody understands my discussion this morning. So just be gentle on yourselves, guys. You know, it's it's time to give up the harshness. It's time to, you know, look at some of these energies or some of this all that comes through and just be gentle with yourself. Realize what your own personal understanding is with everything. Because I'll tell you what, everybody's got their own opinion. Everybody's got their own way of looking at things. And you know what? That memory of yours that you might be sharing with somebody else, it's their take on what they would take from it, not necessarily what you're going to take from it. So again, look at things for yourself and, and kind of go on with that. Jamie, I'm at home 95% of the time being disabled. So I always do something silly to remind myself I still have. Oh, of course. I love that, Jamie. That is awesome. And that's what we have to do. We really need to do that. So I'm going to take a quick station break, guys. And when I come back, I'm going to bring in Dave. See you in a few minutes here with School Through Spirit on WLTKDB.com. Yet Renee, psychic medium. All of us have questions about our lives, our loved ones, our futures. Diet Renee is here to help answer those difficult questions. Diet excels at working with spirit and is a certified psychic medium through LWISSD. She is a master teacher and well-versed in the spirit world. Look, don't trust just any psychic with your deepest thoughts and worries. Trust Diet Renee as she will deliver her very best for you. General readings, past loved ones, finances, your future. Contact Diet now on her website, dietrene.com. That's dietrene.com. Welcome back to School Through Spirit. I'm Diet Renee, your host here on WLTKDB. I just want to reiterate who my guest is this morning before I bring him in. He is Dave Schrader. He, you could find him on past episodes of The Holzer Files, Ghost Adventures, uh, Paranormal 60, and Michael. This is not the flashback of Cheek and Cheek and Chong. Dave's not here, man. Because he is. Let's bring in Dave. Hey, Dave's oh, not hey. here, man. <laughs> seen that i'm like does he know you personally dave <laughs> i don't know what you're referring to <laughs> i love that i love that good morning thank you so much dave for coming on i really do my appreciate pleasure this. thanks for asking oh uh, you know like i spoke to you before my show is a lot about people in their journeys because there's so many people that don't feel normal in their own skin 
at all. You know, whether it be psychic mediumship, paranormal, whatever, you know, whatever this interest is, they don't feel normal. And I really, I, I look up to you because like when I told you I met you and was Holzer Files, I was in awe of finally a show that I could see that somebody seemed to understand normalcy and spirit. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? In that aspect. And it made me feel like, okay, there is people out there just not poking a ghost, you know? So what is your take? What You know, get into this. What is your take on what paranormal is? You know, paranormal is just that, and I think it fits into a wider scale than people just think of of ghosts, right? It's that paradigm of just things that are outside our normal life. The things that don't really fit any one paradigm or one cubbyhole. It's it's trying to understand consciousness and life and death and all of the things in between. Right. I, lo I love that. I love that because I try to explain that to people and they go, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> it's what it is, you know? I, I It's hard to define what is paranormal because to some people it's normal, right? You, you can see and speak and, and converse with the dead. Right. I can't. That's abnormal to me. But to you, it's a normal fact of life. And you go to different countries, speak to different people, and you realize that their perceptions of what reality is and what we consider supernatural is, is part of their natural course of life. Right. I, and I, I, I do. I, I think that's awesome because most people don't look at it that way. Everybody look, seems to look at paranormal as that whole, you know, um, that whole poke thing. You know what I mean? Like, you know, let's go get scared. Let's get a, you know, a boogeyman. Let's do whatever, which is really mm -hmm. kind of weird. I mean, to me, that's why I didn't walk into paranormal before. I was like, I was terrified. You know, I was simply terrified mm -hmm. of it. So well, you have to understand, though, people have, I understand that want and desire for thrill. That's why horror movies and theme parks are so big, right? They've got that weird element to them. They've got that kind of pushing you past the boundaries of comfort. And you want to feel pain or fear. or You want to feel something to kind of remind you that you're alive. And I know that sounds very strange, but I think that's what draws people to this, is yeah. that fascination. It, it, 110 percent 110 percent i get that you know because for myself like i tell people i just started doing paranormal a little over well probably a few years ago but that first experience of walking into some place it was edinburgh manor i don't know if that's the place i should have walked into you know <laughs> but when i walked in it was great i got to talk to all the lovely spirits everything was great and then all of a sudden i heard if you don't want if you don't want to deal with it don't get out of here by midnight you know, and right. I already knew where the gentleman was. I'd already approached him in the place. And I'm like, I don't want to play with you, you know, because I don't understand this. So I left. Mm -hmm. I personally left, you know, whereas somebody else's world is walking because it's, they want that thrill. So how did you get into this? How did you just get that feeling that I want to go for the thrill ride? Well, I, I was never in it for the thrill ride. I grew up having paranormal experiences my whole life. And although I'm not mediumistic or psychic, I've seen ghosts, I've heard ghosts, I've witnessed the paranormal. Um, I saw Bigfoot when I was about 12. I've seen UFOs. So I'm just kind of in the right place at the wrong time or the wrong place at the right time through different you know avenues of my life. And when I started doing Darkness Radio, my first paranormal program, uh, my podcast, I just didn't want to be the guy that sat behind. I wanted to 
become part of the story, be, you know, challenge the paradigm, challenge the stories I'm hearing. If somebody says this is the most haunted prison, the most haunted house, the most haunted cemetery, I want to go there. I want to observe it for myself, see why people feel it okay. this way. Because, you know, I, people have asked me for years when doing my show, you talk to so many people. Mm -hmm. Do you believe everything they say? It's not my job to believe or disbelieve. I just, I listen because I'm equally as fascinated by why you believe what you're telling me oh, as I am to if it truly happens or exists. So that tells a totally different story. So I, I'm fascinated. And again, we get back to that. What's real to me may not be real to you and vice versa. So there have been times I've had guests on my show where it would have been very easy to summarily dismiss them. But then I realize through the next course of two weeks, I get 2,000 letters from people going, thank you for having Diet on. I thought I was going crazy. Yeah. She explained exactly what happened to me, exactly what I've seen. I'm like, what? You've seen this giant frog sitting out your bedroom you know, yeah. door uh, that will turn and talk to you? And, and it sounds absurd. And all of these people have had it. There have been some people that were suicidal because they thought they were going nuts. And now that we've got that community, I just let people share and be a part of, of that. And I, I find it fascinating to understand, well, why do you have that experience? And why do I find that hard to believe? But yet I believe in X, Y, Z. Right. Oh, and that's just, it. it's like for myself, when you said like seeing Bigfoot, I mean, I perked up, you know what I mean? Like to right, me, because right. I know he, I haven't seen him, but it's a feeling of understanding that he is there, mm -hmm. you know? So have with you, do you feel that because you've had all these experiences growing up, that it's really put you in that point of maybe why you do what you do, and you know, for your position, your career is to, you know, because you always seem to come off that point of understanding of other people. <clears throat> I I don't always understand, but I'm willing to hear it out okay. and listen to what the experiences are, and again, why? Why do you feel this? And sometimes it's good to hear and de-evolve the conversation with somebody. You know, I've talked a lot about the demonic realm and the fact that I can help people sometimes de-escalate their fears. Well, why do you believe it to be demonic? Okay, explain that to me. Are you sure that's demonic as opposed to frustrated ghosts that just hasn't been heard for 200 years and and they're they're lashing out and, you know, you're right. Or could it be this? Could it be that? Just trying to recalculate the the, the parameters of what we believe and why we perceive things a certain way and and uh once we get people kind of vibing into that it makes makes it a lot easier for communication and and understanding the paranormal better and the person that seems to be having that experience yeah and, you know i couldn't agree with you more because that was my fear i always told people you know what um i i talk to dead people all day long mm -hmm. i don't want them to say boo you know, I just don't want, I don't right. want, I don't want to be scared, you know? And I think it's because I always thought if I went into a quote unquote haunted place, I would see the de demonic, I would see Satan himself, you know? And I have yet, out of everybody I've talked to, I've yet to hear one person look at me and say, I've seen Satan, you know, in the flesh. I have not. I dated Satan at one point, but uh, never, you know, <laughs> I think it also has a lot to do with your intention. And you know this, you know the power of intention and the power of, of what you put out to the universe. And I don't go into locations looking to see the demonic. I go in to try to assess a situation like a plumber or a carpenter or an electrician. You know, it, it'd be easy to go in and go, oh, this whole house is just ready to explode. But let's just break it down to what it really is. We just need to change this junction box. 
yep. right? This pipe cracked, let's replace it. We can salvage yep. it. Sometimes what seems to be a broader, bigger problem is really something much more concise. And once we find that and track it back to its beginnings, we can fix it. Right. And I, 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 I couldn't say that better. You know, because I know in my world, people always come to me, you know, I, I feel like I'm possessed or I feel like this. I'm like, why do you feel this way? Why do you, you know, why is this? Mm -hmm. And I find a lot of people that go there tend to have, and this is like in my world, not somebody else's, but it goes into the ego, you know, and not, you know, like what Freud was talking about or having this great big ego. It's more about the self-talk, you know, it's just self-talk in your head and where you're going to take that to, you know? So, right. And that, that um, I think, can influence a paranormal situation. That's why I tell people that want to get into paranormal investigating, don't bring your garbage into an investigation. If you've had a bad day, a fight with your spouse, a fight with your loved one, your kids, you're frustrated by work or school, you haven't been sleeping, don't do the investigation. Remove yourself from that. Mm -hmm. Because when you bring that kind of garbage into it, it influences the spirit, it influences the location, it influences other people because we are interconnected. Mm -hmm. And it can shape the way an investigation unfolds. And if you've kind of put out this negative stink and, and it starts to influence other investigators, do they become part of this mass hallucination, this mass? And I don't mean hallucination in the sense of we're not really experiencing something, but are we tainting the way they're perceiving it? Yeah. And that's, that is, that is right there. I think the biggest thing anybody can understand or say um, Jamie is asking, um, let me see, people who have passed, you know, I, I know in my world, you know, paranormal may be different, you know, investigations, but would they be different in death than they are in life? The theory is so in life, so in death. That's why I say to people, don't always jump to the conclusion that you're dealing with something evil. I am a smart ass as a human being, right? I like to have fun, right? We've, we've seen each other at events, right? Yeah. I'm the guy who's going to be standing over your shoulder when you're on your Ouija board saying, is this the devil? I'm going to be the one that pushes that planchette to yes, just to freak you out, right? I'm the one that's going to say die because I'm a smart ass in life. So right. don't always assume that when they're acting creepy, they truly are creepy. It may just be a ghost with a really big case of irony and wanting to screw with you. Right. I will totally do that. So oh. just be aware of it and take it back. Sometimes, all right, I get the joke. Very funny. Anyway, okay. Boom, and put it back into how you want to communicate. Get past that. Don't empower negativity. And we we should do that in our lives. Mm -hmm. We fall into that trapping. And I was listening to what you were saying before this. You have to break out of your shell sometimes. You have to push to get into a better state of mind and a better feeling. And allowing negativity continually infiltrate you will affect every aspect of everything you do. Right. Yeah. It, it wasn't it wasn't hitting the iceberg that sank the Titanic. Right. It was the drawing of the water into the Titanic. That's the same with negativity. You can't be brought down unless you've let it in. So I always tell people, be cautious when you do these things in, in the way you deal with yourself. Words have power. That's why it's called spelling. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It's you're you're setting your example and your intention for what you're going to explore. And I know there's a bunch of negatives out there right now. A oh, bunch of people that are going to go, that's not true. I don't have control at work. I, don't, I didn't have control at work. Yeah. I now work for myself and I work from home. And there are months I wonder, am I going to make the ends, you know, <laughs> meet the means? And I do it. And it's right. not because I've got some amazing talent. It's because I believe in me and I put it out to the universe to have it come to me. And it's, it's like any 
exercise. You can't just get up off your couch and start running five miles today. You'll have to walk up the block and back. And the next day, two blocks and back and three blocks and back. And you have to start working those muscles and intention muscles and and reform the way you speak. You know, how many times, well, I'm just a fat old man. The more I say that, the more I start to believe it. And then I start to feel like, God, I'm just a fat old man now. And you have no energy, yeah. And nobody else is saying that to me. Nobody else is, you know, feeling that. Why should I? Why should we allow that? So when it comes to the supernatural, I don't go in to talk to negative ghosts. I go in and I open myself to say, if there's something that I can help you with, Right. You don't have to lash out at me. You don't have to scratch me, bite me, push me to get my attention. What can I do to help you? Mm-hmm. We start getting answers. Yeah. We start getting responses. Whereas they might have lashed out at somebody else, they're taking me seriously because they see I've got that for it. And I'm a jokey guy; I can goof around like anybody. Mm-hmm. But when I when I go into an investigation, I want to try to focus on the spirit's needs, not mine. I'm not there to sate my own desire to have an experience i'm there to see what i can do to understand what's happening and is there a way i can make it better yeah and i love that because an investigation i went on it was granted there was a lot of energy and there was a a few that you know earthbound but there was a lady there that showed up that isn't even part of the earthbound she was part of the other side and we're doing this whole investigation all this is happening and then out of nowhere because i you know i'm the medium in the room She'd actually coordinated through the ghost box, you know, to different people, kept talking about the old lady. And I'm like, I don't know who the old lady was because I don't feel old. You know, it was me. You know what I mean? I'm like, you smart ass, you know. But literally in the end, she just wanted to talk to, you know, her grandson. And Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? Part of the investigation, guys. And, you know, they got it all on camera. But I'm just like, you know, because it was she needed to talk. And she'd been trying to talk forever. You know, but people don't understand that, you know, they become part of the story on one level or another, you know. You have to gain the trust of the spirits because, again, in life, we don't trust everybody. We don't know what your your want and desire and when you come in to do these things, right? right? So I always tell people, be polite, recognize the spirits. Yet, thank you for allowing me into your home. I understand why you stay here. It's beautiful. This this has a very comforting feel to it, but I don't understand why you're lashing out and frightening the people that live here. Help me understand what's going on. And then I listen to the EVPs and do we get a response? And then once they realize that, and sometimes you can't make that bridge, you can't get that connection. So what I'll do is I'll invite spirits that may be a part of our team. So there's somebody here that's attached to one of us that would like to come through. And then all of a sudden Diet's grandmother comes through Diet. Uh, yeah, you have a message for Diet. Oh, yeah, you know, miss you. Oh, that's sweet. Now they see the spirits that are there start to see, oh, you are doing the set of love and respect. And they step up and they start to open that corridor and, and allow themselves to come through. And I think that's why on the Holzer files and the programs I've been a part of, we get good results because we we work in compliance with being polite and respectful and and incorporating our own energy, our spirits, energy, our friends and relatives that may be with us to help us bridge this gap and bring forth the spirits that are there. I, you know what? And I honestly, I, I love how you just said that because I wasn't, I was not, and you already know, I mean, I'm not a necessarily a fan of people cause I don't Google people. And I, you know, if I had, you're not a fan of people. I'm not, well, 
you know, it got to be the joke at the event we were at. She's the one that doesn't Google because I don't. You know what I mean? I want to get to know sure. you for who mm -hmm. you are, not for what your IMBA or whatever is or your show or whatever, you know? Because I'll tell you what, if I just watched Holzer Files and I went, oh, my God, this is Dave. I can't wait to meet Dave. And then all of a sudden, you know, you say some remark. I'm like, oh, my God, maybe he's, you know, I'm not getting the real the, the real you. You know what I mean? Right. So on Holzer Files, I was always in awe. And I honestly can't re remember all the episodes. I, I like binge watch Netflix, all of them. You know what I mean? That's what I did. But it always blew me away. And there was one episode where you guys went here to hear about the story. And of course, you're getting the history. Cindy's getting this. And she's like, and you guys are like, wait, they're not even here. The story they're talking about isn't even true. Right. Wow, that was no the Ocean Born Mary case. Yeah. Is that where it is where you had to go to a whole nother place to find the right. spirit? And I, I'm getting chills right now because I got a man watching it going, you guys were like, we don't care what they're saying we don't care what money they're bringing in we not that we don't love you guys we don't want you to flourish but we're working for spirit we're working for their story we want them to have peace now the spirit may not cross and that's okay they just want to be heard and for you your know? listeners the story of ocean born mary is this really compelling it was everything you could want dr hans holzer this was one of his big cases but this this little baby was born aboard a ship on her way to the United States, and she was boarded by um, a pirate ship. And they would go in and kill people, take the, what they wanted. They overheard a baby crying. The lead pirate, and his name is escaping me right now, but he came in and and um, he said, "What's the baby's name?" And they said, "We literally just gave birth." And he said, "I'll tell you what. If you name this bear, uh, this baby after my mother Mary, I'll." I'll only take a few things and I'll leave you all alive and on your way. And he did. And he actually gifted her a few items for this little baby. And he went on his way. And the rumor was that he would come back as an adult and continue to visit her. And that they formed this strange bond. And when he did die, she buried him under the hearth of her home. The pirate treasure was in the yard, buried and hidden somewhere. Uh, Ocean Mord Mary eventually passed away. This was all part of the, the history and rhetoric. And there was this house you could visit right. that, you know, you could pay to go on the property. And, and the guy that owned it at a while would, back in the day, would charge you a quarter or 50 cents to borrow it. And go dig up parts of the yard. And if you found anything, you had to split it with him. Right. And there was no truth to any of the stories. As a matter of fact, the, the pirate died shortly after she was born. And she lived, not, never lived in this house. Her son owned this house for a short time. She only visited it once or twice. She lived in another part of town mm -hmm. and that house had burned to the ground. And we ended up actually finding the house she lived in most of her life had been lifted up brick by brick, board by board, nail by nail, and moved completely to another state. So we went and uncovered that house. And we have all the provenance to prove this is the old original Ocean Board Mary house. The people that owned it were fantastic. They let us in. They said that they sensed that they shared their house with a presence, but it was never anything frightening. Mm -hmm. And you know, once we started bringing these things in from Oceanborn Mary's past, she got very upset. And it was like, God, I've, I've avoided this for 150 years. People have lied about me my whole life, made this huge story up about me that isn't true. And now you're going to stir this up. And out of respect, we just left and we didn't reveal where this house was or how to find it. And we just want Mary to have peace. And so do the family that lives there. Yeah. 
and, and to me that's just amazing because think about how much you helped with her for her to get this that somebody believes her finally you know i mean it's just it's amazing and you guys did that over and over and over and again and i'll tell you what the fact that that show is not picked up and not keeping going i just think is a shame <laughs> you and me both but cindy and i did film a new series it'll be out later this year thank you uh, shane, shane also filmed a series it'll be out later this year on a different network yeah that's all i can say at this point i, but, I know uh, I, and yeah. I'm just, I'm just happy you guys are coming back. You know, I, I, I can't say it enough just because I don't, I don't care what kind of show they put you guys on. There's going to be a lot of dignity with it, you know, and there's going to be a lot of a, a heart in there. Well, in my mm -hmm. world, it's like, even in my world, I see those people that are not necessarily giving spirit respect. You know, for me, I'm trusting spirit. To me, it's all about intention. It's, there's just so much there. So to see somebody that's educating the populace, because every show you do educates. Everyone educates. And that may be why we're no longer on the air. <laughs> people, <laughs> people want shows where you're running away and you're terrified and you're you're possessed every week and you know you're having these issues. And we we try to take a much I don't I don't want to say anything because I'm not trying to to speak ill of any of my no. contemporaries out there. I love the shows. I'm entertained by them. These are my brothers and sisters in the field, and I love the work they do. And we all bring different levels. Um, but I think you know it's like doing my podcast for 17 years. People are like, "When are you going to talk about the science? We want to know the science." Okay, so I bring on a scientist and we start talking about it, and I can literally watch my numbers plummet. <laughs> Because people think they want the science until they get the science. When what they really wanted was science to come out and go, demons exist and we don't know what to do about it. That's They just want that kind of science. And, yeah. for, and I'm not saying that's everybody. No. But unfortunately, in the broader scale of entertainment, you have to go for the biggest audience. And the biggest audience wants scary, weird, compelling yeah. stories, not the science behind it. Right. Um, and when we try to introduce that, it, it ends up boring a lot of people. <laughs> oh, I, I understand that because these days I'm learning a lot about because, well, you know, my mentor, Lisa, she's mm -hmm. studying neuroscience. She's studying. So she's learning how our brains work. You know, the medium's brains work. So I teach it now because I'm fascinated. Mm -hmm. And my students kind of look at me like, oh, OK, well, I just took the mysticism out of so much. It's like it's, it's well, remember yeah. what used to be known as magic. We call science today. Yeah. The mixing of herbs and plants and roots to yeah. create aspirin, to yeah. create, you know, uh, insulin and, and all these things that we're doing. That was considered black magic or magic at one point. And that's all this is, is the supernatural is like zoology, right? Something like Bigfoot is only cryptozoological until we find it. And then it's plucked from that and put into the zoological category. Yeah. Right. And just so people that are watching this don't freak out and think I'm really a ghost because part of me keeps disappearing <laughs> on the video. I just have a I have a green screen background because my wall behind me is just a canary yellow and it looks really bizarre. I, so I was like, man, I need to come to your house and get education because your background is amazing. Like every time I do a background, I move and the whole thing moves. So I don't do it anymore. <laughs> I just have the right blend of yellow behind me, and then I've got an actual sign, my my logo, Scully, uh, that hangs on the wall, and it happens to bleed through this green screen effect. But you can see as I put my hands closer, yeah. it'll vanish. I was like finding that right sweet spot to not totally disappear. I love you're doing great because I'm like I've been watching the whole time, going, oh my god, that I don't know if that's his wall, I don't know if that's a curtain. Oh my gosh, look, you just disappeared, Dave. <laughs> 
and that's magic (laughs) but that's the whing with with psychic mediumship ghosts it's paranormal because it's outside the normal realm of science that we can explain away yeah once we find that and define it it will just be part of science it Mm -hmm. will no longer be part of magic right and listen i fully believe i've I've been listening for 20 years mediums oh we all have this ability baloney but we do we We all have it to a level it's just what you're willing to accept and and if you if you just want to keep it shut down, that's fine. But you know, it's, it's like talking to skeptics. I'm a skeptical believer. Mm-hmm. I question everything, but I've had experiences, but I don't believe everything. Even my own experiences are exactly as they always appear. Right. Um, there are grand illusions that we tell ourselves and fool ourselves with and things that we do and experience, but we can learn from that as well. So I think that's what makes this field is exciting is the fact that we're never going to pin down one definition and everybody wants one definition for one topic. Mm-hmm. Can't we just like Bruce Lee's concept of, of martial arts should be like water. It's constantly changing. It could be hard as a brick. If you jump off a bridge at 400 feet and, and hit it, it's like a wall. Uh, otherwise it can be nurturing and soft and gentle and, and healing. Um, it can move quickly. It can stagnate. We we need to treat all of this the same way that there's no one answer to the paranormal. It is constantly shifting and changing in how we perceive it and, and accept it. Right. Now, are you finding that, um, are you finding that as you go through just the journey of your life, people that, because I know you give people 10, 10 cents of your day, you know, or mm-hmm. a lot of 10 cents, you know, I mean, you, I have yet to see you like just blow somebody off and walk away, even with somebody sending messages or whatever. Mm-hmm. But do you find as people talk to you or, you know, they, they ask you about your way that they just go, oh, they kind of melt. Like, thank God somebody will listen or somebody will give me that time or not think I'm crazy. Yeah, I've said the most rewarding thing for me. I, I did this radio show, Darkness Radio, when I began mm-hmm. for me. I've always wanted to do radio and I love the paranormal. And this is going to sound very egocentric, but I never did it for the listeners. I did it for me to explore things I was fascinated by. And I hoped that it would resonate with people like me that wanted these answers. Okay. And so I built it and it wasn't all about just Dave, but I mean, it was, I wanted, I, I, that's why I, I don't do a whole lot of research on a guest before I have them on, because if I know you too well yet, and then I have you on my radio show, mm-hmm. I'm going to forget to ask questions that my audience wants to know. Yeah. Because I already know it, so I don't bother with asking it. So I've always tried to keep myself on the fringe to know enough about the subject mm-hmm. to carry a conversation, but to learn with you and not feel like I'm the authority on it. Yep. But there have been times I've had guests on who are the authority, and I end up flipping the script on them halfway through and showing them a different way to look at even what they're discussing. And I've had I've had scholars and, and politicians and scientists that have said, oh, that's... I didn't even think of it that way. You're right. We should examine that aspect. And that's what I like doing this. And then I get the emails from people or I meet them like I was just out in Mansfield, Ohio at the reformatory this weekend and people coming up to me saying, your show changed my life because I know I'm not alone now. Somebody else feels and thinks and looks at things like this. And even when you disagree with somebody, you do it in a respectful manner so that we can carry on the conversation. And I may still believe what that guy said. And I know you don't, but you also haven't totally shut the window on it. You just want a better argument. 
right. want somebody to have something more compelling to sell you that there's more to this. And that's, I think the big thing for me is I've never shut any of the doors or windows to say, nope, that's not it. I will tell you, I don't like orbs. I don't right. want to see your pictures of orbs. I don't believe they're ghosts. <laughs> but there have been a few compelling instances where right. I can say, now that's interesting. But right. they're very few and far between, and I'm open right. to showing me more. And right. I've had certain aspects of my consciousness shifted in things that I didn't. Like, I used to be like, ghosts demons aliens bigfoot chupacabra sure fairies come on fairies? really what kind of moron are you right and then you're like why why rosemary ellen guiley told me why dave why draw that line right believe in the fantastic and the amazing and the magic and then you're going to shut this out what if this is the key element what if all of what we're experiencing is part of the fairy realm. Bigfoot is a fairy. He is a, a fae folk. Uh, aliens are nothing more than interdimensional fae. And I was like, well, that's an interesting way. And it opened me up to allow me to examine new concepts. And exactly. I go over to Ireland. I go over to Ireland and I'm talking to our tour leader over there and who's kind of rolling their eyes about ghosts. <laughs> well, we don't really believe in ghosts in that sense and yada, yada, yada. They do believe in it. They do have that history, but it's not that important. And as they're kind of rolling their eyes about it, we still have to stop the bus and everybody has to get off and go give an offering to the fairy bush so that we can pass into the next area. And I'm like, wait a minute, you're making fun of me for believing in ghosts. And I now have to leave a piece of candy or a, a penny for the fairies to pass me through so that they know I've, I'm respecting them. And it was, it was fascinating, right? And people were doing things, everything from leaving personal trinkets and candy to women plucking a hair out of their hair and tying it around the bush as a personal mm -hmm. piece of themselves to give to the fairy folk. And I just think that's fascinating. Yes. You know, forever now, Dave, every time I see you, I'm going to see this itty bitty fairy directing Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, be, it's ingrained in my head now. The see, I can't wait till we see uh, a Bigfoot dressed in a Tinkerbell costume with a wand come out on a Disney movie once and, and give the old tap. I could ask, are, are you hearing this weird echo that I'm hearing? Am I? No. Yeah. Okay, I don't have good. I on my side. All right. When I'm speaking, though, you're not hearing a weird echo? Not at all. Okay, good. I just I'm wanted really to double perfect. check because I'm getting a. My electronics act weird when I come back from haunted places. I can believe that. And I was going to say you had one heck of a weekend. So <laughs> yeah. I was I was over in Iowa at the Iowa Fair going the whole mm -hmm. time going, I want to be with them. I want to be with them. <laughs> you can't do that, Diet. You have to make the best of the situation you're in and, and make that the place to want to be. I did. And I had fun. And I will go back because yeah. I love going there. But I really wanted because you guys just have fun. I mean, yeah. I'll tell you what, guys, if you've ever gone, I, I, that was my first Paracon paranormal event. And I was expecting, I'm not going to lie. I was my, my, in my head, I was expecting all this ego, you know what I mean? Whatever. We're all tough men. We go talk to, you know, haunted places. And it wasn't that at all. It was just so much fun and just. Hey, we do the same thing. I see your name up there and I'm like. I hadn't met you before. I heard you, and I'm, I'd ask, "How do I, now? How am I going to say this woman's name? Is this all this diete? I am diete ranane, right? I don't know because so many people take themselves so seriously and they over accentuate who they are sometimes in this field. So we have that same deal when we're dealing with mediums. It's like, are we going to get? Is this 
Diet Rene, or is this Dietete Renanai, right? And they're, oh, no, I'm this way and this, you know, hoity toity nonsense. And you realize we're all just people. And if mm -hmm. we can all just come off our high horses and yeah. enjoy this and be with one another, um, you know, people will laugh. I go to events. And if I happen to realize, you know, we're having this big party at this event and there's two waiters or wait staff mm -hmm. and there's 200 people, I start collecting dirty cups and moving them to one area. I clean off the tables. People are like, uh, you're a TV guy. What are you doing? Why are you doing? And I'm like, because there's two of them yeah. and there are 200 of us and this is overwhelming them. And you want your drinks quicker, but you also want your table cleared. I'm just helping so that one of those jobs is a lot easier for them. And I believe that we all should have that impact that, you know, try to make wherever we are a little bit of a better place just for being there. You know, if it's yeah. helping out somebody, listening to somebody's stories, um, you know, on my sign, I, I'll have at these events, it says uh, Dave Schrader, Holzer Files, and my new show, The Paranormal 60. And then below it, it says autographs, $20, book autograph, $20, uh, hugs and selfies always free. Because if I can help set somebody's day and everybody needs a hug, right? It's funny to me because how many guys will come in that are these giant mountain of men and they're like, well, do I get a hug? Sure, bring it in. I will hug everybody. And, and you know, if you exchange that, do you know that you actually release endorphins in both yourself and others when yep. you hug someone? And I don't just give a pat. I hug. It's got to be a not hug. In a creepy, lingering way, but I hug and I let you know I love you. And, I, you know, and, and you can see people walk away with their shoulders up and smiling. And it's not about ego in this field. It can't yeah. be about ego. It's got to be about sharing and being reciprocal. And I take back from that energy as much as I give out. So I enjoy that kind of transference. And that's why I love doing what we do in the supernatural and the paranormal, because we give to the spirit realm. Sometimes they give back to us. We give to the people around us. They give back to us. If we can make that difference together, we're going to, we're going to make things happen and we're going to see things happen. I love that. I love that. And, and since you've brought the two worlds together, I need to ask you because mm -hmm. I have talked to paranormal and I'm going to, I'm just going to use the name paranormal just because everybody puts that mm -hmm. on, on where it's at. But a lot of paranormal don't want to work with a medium and a mm -hmm. medium's like, I don't want to work with the ghost box. You know what I mean? Back and forth. How do you find bridging those two together? All right. Uh, this, this used to be my joke. Should we use a medium on a paranormal investigation? And I said, yes, they are an excellent tool to use for an investigation. Anybody that's met Chris Fleming or mm -hmm. Chip Coffee or John Edward knows what a tool they are yeah. to use on an investigation. I do that pause. Everybody's like, realize I'm picking on them, you know, calling them a tool. No, they're, they're great tools. They're just as important as the uh, EVP recorder, the cameras, the, the K2 meters, whatever you brought. But I don't define everything that they're saying as the definitive answer you're a key to this and what i prefer to have a medium do in an investigation is come in with a notepad and write down what they see and experience in these rooms and then we take our readings and, and our recordings and do things and then i sit down all right now we're, we were in the study right and in the study I caught the strange EVP, which sounded like a little girl giggling and almost like a ball bouncing. And then I go through, look through the notes and there's Chip Coffee's notes. And he's like, all right, in the study, I'm sensing this little girl holding a red rubber ball and she's very shy and hiding in the corner, staring at me. Well, holy crap. I've got what sounds like a little girl giggling and a rubber bouncing ball. 
Chip, who was in there 20 minutes before me, sensed a little girl with a red ball. And that makes it much more powerful to me that this moment was something far beyond our normal perspective, right? This that. is something going on. Is he seeing through time? Is this poor little girl? Remember, when we were children, we had this ability to kind of see things, and we much of it was dismissed. Right. Was that little girl seeing Chip Coffee or Dave Schrader standing in her living room in 1938? And she was like, what? Right? That's a good way of looking at it, yeah. So, so I love that aspect of, of trying to understand what are we dealing with, corroborating the evidence that we get. But, you know, there's a lot of, like, Chris Fleming, one of my best friends, he's a medium, he's a psychic sensitive, but he loves paranormal equipment. Why? Because it helps validate him. Yes. Cindy, Cindy's open. Cindy Keza is open to the paranormal equipment and likes it and is intrigued by it because what, what I love is when we're in those moments when all of a sudden through the spirit box or an EVP, we get a very loud answer and that freaks her out and i'm like you're a medium why does it freak you out she goes because i hear them in here yeah. i see them out there and then when it's out loud and all of you can hear it it's like oh my god this is real this is yeah. you know this isn't just me this is everybody can say it's, it's exciting to her so i think mediums have to get off their high horses of being the definitive answer because i've been in haunted locations yet where i've got Diet on one side of me, Chris Fleming on the other, Chip Coffee behind me. All three of you are picking up on different ghosts. And yeah. I've been in those positions where then one of the mediums is like, what the hell is Diet talking about? Right. I've got the ghost over here. He doesn't know what she's talking about. Maybe you're tuned into chapter three in that room. Chip mm -hmm. is in chapter five and Chris is in chapter 10. And each chapter has a different story. And that's what you happen to be tapping into. So yeah, you're yeah. not all seeing the same experience. You're getting pieces of a puzzle that's much broader in scope. So once we get past our egos, and I have to always be the one that's right. If you're picking up something in this room, Chip and Chris are picking up something else. Now we need to find out, is there a common thread between these three things? Instead of, well, who do we believe? Is Diet the one that's right? Or is Chris, because I've known him longer? Or Chip, because he's really famous. Right. Maybe all three of you were experiencing. So what did what can you tell me about this person? What what were they doing? What were they saying? Oh, it turns out that in 1910, this little girl was murdered in this room. And in 1928, this man died of a massive heart attack. And in 1987, um, this man suffered a major stroke. And then this became his his hospice room until his death. Yeah. Now we understand why we're seeing those in different time eras. And each one of you is plugged into a different vibration. And you're all able to tell part of the story. Yep. And I, I, as you're talking, I'm going, wow, that just happened to me not long ago because like I said, I'm talking to somebody's loved one here. But when I'm walking the the, the place we're investigating, I've got a little girl that doesn't fit into the time scope of what we're investigating. And they're going, you can't have that right. It's not there. We've been here a million times. That's not there. And I'm like, I don't care what you're investigating here. I'm telling you, I have a little girl, and this is what she's dressed like. But And that could have been as simple as somebody else coming through and dropping their purse or their pen or whatever, and that little girl is staying there, and now she's lost her mommy because she's never really crossed over, you know, or whatever it might be. And then, of course, the spirits of the place came through. So mm -hmm. it was like, which way do you go? Well, and people <laughs> want to define what a spirit is and why it's haunting. Yeah. And the fact is... You're picking up, but yet you can't be right. There were no little girls that died here. That's but what I know. Cool. There were little girls. There were little girls that lived there. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've uh, 
I've noticed something interesting that this house is haunted by a little girl that looks very much like grandma when she was little and grandma's house where she died. We've seen grandma's old body shuffling around, but how could she be haunting it as a child Yeah, and as an adult in two different places? Well, if there's, we leave different pieces of ourselves throughout wherever we go. And if there are elements of, listen, I grew up in Medina, Illinois, in this house that I loved with my mom and dad. And I, I had a great time there. Right. And why wouldn't a part of me stay there? Yeah. This, this, this fracture of, of part of who I was. Right. Or more importantly, as a spirit, if there really is no realm that is confining and I can visit, why wouldn't I visit an area and, and feel like a child again in that area? And maybe that's what's projecting. Yeah, I'm sorry. I have cats, yep. and I I got a cat here that's wafted into my mouth. So I, for you're, your video viewers, I'm like, what the hell? Because all weekend I I connected with the spirit. The first thing Saturday morning, it was like an old man that has that runny nose. You know what I mean? So all weekend I've been wiping. There's nothing there, but it's like I need him to go home. <laughs> well, you need to clear yourself, Dia. Come on, get rid of that. Like, I, that like, I go like this, and they're like, "What are you doing?" I said, "There's something." They're like, "There's nothing there," and I'm like, "But." He showed right. up and left me his nose. <laughs> Tell him to return it. You have the receipt and you don't want it anymore. It doesn't fit. <laughs> so when he, I thought I left him an eye when I started doing it this way. I'm like, no, dude, you need to come get your nose because it's not, yeah. <laughs> you know, it is not my nose. So, but I do, I feel like I should be the old man and it just, yeah, I'm not going to go there. The nurse part of me wants to describe <laughs> just it's a whole right. conversation. It's a whole nother conversation. So what are your, you know, what are, and I know you can't talk about the, you know, the new project, so I'm not going there, but where would you like to see um, paranormal or that world of spirits or aliens go towards? What would you like to see, or what do you think is going towards? I, I'm just happy with the natural progression. We're so much further now than we've ever been yeah. and people accepting it. This is no longer uh, water cooler talk and hushed whispers, you know? People are talking about it as families and at work and and in public venues. So I love where it's going and I just let it be where it is. The only thing, like I said, the only thing I would like to see change is everybody get out of their head and their egos of always having to be right. And, you know, holding on to some of these haunted locations like it's the key to King Solomon's mine and, and you own it. Share it. The only way we're going to get better, the only way we're going to learn is by sharing evidence, sharing stories, sharing this education so that we can start to understand what's going on. And I, this is what I truly believed yet. And I, I'm, this is becoming more and more uh, solid for me. So this is, I said, don't have that ego where you believe the one defining thing. But mm -hmm. to me, this one defining thing is part of this excitement is the journey of exploration. But I don't believe we're ever going to find the, the, the destination until we pass on. I agree. I believe that it's part of the journey to ask these questions. Well, you're supposed to let go and let God. God in the Bible tells you to not believe false prophets, not believe false answers. So that means question things. It's okay. Push the paradigm. You yeah. know, and I'm not just saying this in a religious fashion, but for no. those that are religious saying you can't, you can't, you can yes, you can. Right. Mm -hmm. You you can explore this, but I don't think we'll ever get the real answer that can the one answer. That's why I don't think anybody should set their stakes in a hundred percent and say, this is it. Because right. as I've said, if we knew for a fact, mm -hmm. if tomorrow Dave Schrader could come out with a PowerPoint and prove the afterlife exists right. and that we all get a chance to reincarnate and we all get it, suicide levels will skyrocket. 
Right. And that's why we can't ever know definitively. Yep. And I, because I love, that would, that would, that would unbalance right. nature. It would. It re- and I say that all the time, but they're cause you know, in my world, it's like, in my world, people come up to get, you know, the false prophet things of the Bible. So then they put that stigmatism on or stick stigmatism stigma on me. And I look at him. I'm like, you know what? I, to me, I've got proof. I can't prove it to you unless your person comes through and goes, da, 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 and gives you a million things of proof. Mm-hmm. But you know, at the end of the day, when I die, I'm going to find out if I'm going to hell or not. You know what? Cause they're going to give me the, they're going to give me the ins and outs, you know, <laughs> Until then, I'm going to keep doing what I do because I don't feel it's negative, you know. So I worried about going to hell my whole life until a few years ago, because we're human and we're that's bred into us in this fear mongering. Listen, the fact of the matter is, people will say, "Dave, you always put up these prayer requests, and then you swear like a sailor, and you do this and you do that, and they're so diametrically opposed." And I go, "That's what human life is all about: is that we're multifaceted. We're not just one thing." And you know what? I may make crude jokes and say silly things and curse a lot, but I think my God is pretty funny. I think God gets it. Yeah. And I think I think as long as we're it's doing right. our best, as I said at the beginning of this, when you go to a place, try to make it a little better than before you got there. Yeah. And leave that good residue behind. Help yeah. somebody, give a hug, clear a table, be polite, be kind, show show affection and kindness to a stranger. People have come to my events over the years by themselves with trepidation and fear. I'm going to be by myself. I don't know anybody. And I'm like, come anyway. Yet, if you come to my event, you're going to meet other people. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you how many people have walked away with soulmate friends, soulmate Mm -hmm. lovers that are now married and have children or have been friends now for a decade because they met at one of my events because it's a bonding moment. Mm -hmm. And, And you have to be open to that and allow the healing to begin. And this is the one level playing field that we're all on as a paranormal. We all live, we all die. Yeah. Right? So having this exploration in between, I can have, and this is great, yet when we're at a conference, do you know, I'm going to let you in on a secret. When we were at the Janesville conference, there were pro-Trump and pro-Biden people there. And you know how they got along? Perfectly, because nobody talked about Trump or Biden. They talked about afterlife and crystals and massage and and past lives and we were all one as opposed to democrat republican or independent and we weren't pro-life or pro-death we weren't uh pro-abortion you know pro-life uh pro-choice it, it, we were just sharing this level and, and that's the of it all do you know it's even more powerful what you just stated that i don't think you know when trump came to janesville that's the exact same room he did a whole press concert um, conference in. <laughs> so, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of energy, and still nobody cared. Yeah, you it's know? just the fact that we, we have to get over that part of it. And and just, uh, you know, it, it proved to you that we can get along. And there were people of every race and every. religion and sexuality and you know what we all talked and transgender and straight and bisexual and homosexual people talked and not one one of us were going i'm not going to talk to that tranny because that's not that wasn't it none of that ignorance it's funny how we're all on that even ground when we're there but the minute we walk out the doors yep you know if we could all learn to live like we do at these conferences and just get along and and 
and, and please don't be offended by the trend. I was no, trying to talk as though I was being an ignorant ass, uh, you know, when I made that. I don't think anybody there, was looking at it that way. So. Uh, there will be, trust me. There's always, <laughs> You're like, somebody's going to say, Craig Snoop. <laughs> yeah, uh, that'll be cut out and pasted somewhere. But um, I I just, I love that we're all on the same playing field. And, and when I'm at an event, I, I will tell you this. Uh, of course, I do what I do because I like the attention. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was just—I was an only child, right? Right. I love being—I love doing a radio show and having people care. I love doing a TV show and having people care, and I love being accepted and getting hugged from people all around the world. Yeah. But I don't like the term fan. Mm-hmm. I like a term friend. Yeah. And that these are my friends, and they're—we're not close friends. We're not all the best of friends. But I've made new friends, and that's what I like. And that's why when we come to these events, I try not to be in that egocentric place mm-hmm. uh, because that's not what it's about. But with that, I do want to make this one comment yet. Okay. I am painfully shy, which is hard to believe when you see me at events. I am awkward and painfully an introvert. Right. But when I'm at events, I'm an extrovert because that's what I'm there to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sometimes if you see me and I'm off on my own and I seem very not into talking to you. It's more me than you. It's not me being an arrogant jerk. It's me being shy. And sometimes just, you know, that feeling of, uh, you're going to realize what a fraud I am talking to me in person. You know, it's that, that, um, imposter syndrome. So I'm very, I always feel bad about it. And what's great is I've mentioned it on my radio show. Cause I'll be out at Walgreens just grabbing some cough medicine and somebody comes up and starts talking to me and I'm like looking at the ground and looking all nervous and <laughs> And I'm like, okay, great, great to meet you. And then I walk away and then, you know, I'll see somebody. Well, I met Dave Schrader. That guy's such a jerk. He wouldn't even sit and talk to me. And then I've had to say, I apologize. I am painfully shy in public. And it was great because people have now realized that. And we were at a concert a few years ago before COVID. We went to see the Stray Cats at the casino here. Oh, my God. And as as I'm walking in, somebody gently taps me on the shoulder and they go, you don't have to turn around. I just want you to know I'm a big fan. I know you don't like personal confrontations uh, you know so it's cool but thanks for doing what you do and they walked away a few minutes later another person came up kind of sidled up next to me without engaging me directly and said the exact same thing and my my wife and buddy were with and they're like dude that was so cool they they let you know they love you they let you know they cared without making you feel awkward because you get shy in these situations so i love that people pick up on that so please if you ever do see me out there and i seem like i don't want to talk to you it's not because i don't want to talk to you it's because i'm probably having a introspective moment of oh gosh <laughs> why are you talking to me right i get that dopey sense I understand it because um, I'm the same way. I don't know if you know who Dave Anderson is, famous Dave's Barbecues. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was, I worked for him up in Hayward. When I decided to jump off my life, fall apart, and like regather myself, gave up nursing. And as an empath, where did I go? I went to the original and decided to work as a server in my 40s. Probably not the best choice of occupations, but he actually, would, when, when Dave trains him his own place, well, when it was there, he has a very strict guideline uh, to train and he watches it and he says, you need to be famous. You need to be famous. And what that means is there's a presence. You have to have energy. You have to be, it's walking on stage, you know? So when I walk into an event, you know, I'm there. I, I, I know you see me. I walk in, Hey, how you doing? You know what I mean? Da, da, da. That is the farthest from me, the real me. But I know when I walk in, if I come in with this energy and this exuberance and everybody goes, they either get up and high and happy blah, 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 because I've lived or they're annoyed as hell. And still, that's another vibration. that's, You know, right. but 
you know, but I get back in my cocoon. I want to come home. I want to be by myself. I want to be left alone. I don't want to talk to you in public. I will, if I see you here, I might turn and go this. And it's not me being mean. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I don't know how to talk to people half the time. <laughs> right. It's funny. Public people, public speakers, you think we just can do it everywhere. Painfully shy. When I met Robin Williams, when I saw his show, uh, when he was filming with Carol Burnett, explosive maniac maniac having fun on stage and then when we met after the show hi um yeah it's nice to meet you and he was just so quiet and reserved not what you would expect at all because he didn't have to be robin williams in that moment right and that's how how i am in life you know and my kids laugh at me because we'll be talking and you know i'm doing stuff and all of a sudden my phone rings and i'm like Hello, this is Dave. And my kids are like, mm, there's Darkness Dave. He just showed up. There's that different guy we know. So I started, I used to go, no, it's not. And then I started to realize, oh, yeah, there's a different switch that goes on when I'm in certain elements. So you've got to yeah. be this. Uh, you know, I was just out in Mansfield and we were doing the VIP night, the first night there. Um, the Kathy comes up to me as I'm walking down the hall and I'm about 15 minutes late and I'm kind of slow. Cause again, I always dread going into these big events because I do feel very small and insignificant. Uh -huh. And I'm, I'm kind of walking down the hall all quiet and she walks up to me and she goes, I need you right now. Everybody's acting like wallflowers are all sitting at their tables. Nobody's mingling. I need you to go in and get you, get that energy up. And I said, okay. And I walked in the doors and I'm like, Hey everybody, how you doing? Welcome to the show. And within 15 minutes, everybody's up walking around mixing and talking mm -hmm. and you have to, you have to do that. But it's funny because it's like, all right, this is a new task. Can I get 180 people off their asses and out talking again? And, and that was it. And it was fun. And once we do it, then the other celebrities do it. And it's great because people think, Oh, those, the paranormal celebrities just hang in their little pot. It's because we know each other and we feel safe with one another. It's not that we're standing there like, ooh, look at those underlings. It's like, oh my God, they're looking at us like we're fishing in a, in a fishbowl, you know? And then once you get out there and you just start introducing yourself, you become human to yep. them and, and to yourself again. So, you know. Which I, and I'll tell you what, my experience with that was amazing because as you're talking, I remember you sitting out like, I'm just going to sit here by myself and eat. I, I, you guys are all my friends. You're my co, no, I, I just need to get in with me, you know, and right. there's Brian and, and Mike and they went into their own little click and, and, you know, Rob is like, Hey everybody, but I'm not going to look at it. Anyway. <laughs> and I sat there going, Oh boy, <laughs> I mean, don't know which way to go, but I get it because everybody did the same thing. You know, and it took it. It took you finally finishing eating, kind of screaming, "Okay, everybody, mingle, talk, let's do this." You know, and it was such a beautiful experience at that point. You know, um, and for myself, like I don't know if you do this on your radio. For my radio, I always tell you know my producer, I am so nervous. He's like, "Get over it. You've been doing this for two years." I'm so nervous. I don't know how to talk. What am I supposed to ask them? Because I don't prepare. I don't prepare questions. I don't Google you. I don't want to know what color your underwear is unless I ask you. You know what I mean? But it's nerve wracking because you're going, this isn't my forte. This isn't, and it doesn't matter how many times. Well, obviously it is your forte. You know what to ask when you get in and you engage somebody into what they are and what they're here for and, right. and to share. So that's what I've done on my show. And I do on a new show, if I can mention the Paranormal 60, it's every Monday and Friday night, nine o'clock on YouTube. Yep. You can find it. And then right after the audio is released to most paranormal platforms, so you can find it and, uh, and listen to, or not paranormal, but podcast formats. Right. You can find it on iTunes and uh, Amazon Music and Google, 
you know, podcasts and all of those. So just go look for the Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. I call it that because it's supposed to be a 60-minute show. I'm a talker. Sometimes you get 75 minutes. Sometimes you get 62 minutes. Sometimes you get, but it's always over. So I, I under... I underpromise and overdeliver on every episode. So I love it because that was the one thing. Because you know, I'm getting good at like going to you know people's like Wikipedia page or whatever. At least get the basics. So I I know this, you know. Right. And I will tell you what I was like. Oh, he's Paranormal sixty, but then he's Darkness Radio. But another guy's now. I got to stop googling because now I'm getting confused. <laughs> I was with. I started a radio show with my friend Tim Dennis back in 2006 called darkness radio it was called darkness on the edge of town paranormal radio show but that was really long to type in a url so i just bought dark darkness radio and that's how everybody referred to us right and i just left that this year after 16 17 years of being the host of that show mm -hmm. and turned it over to tim for his time to shine right uh, he's been the quiet minority on the show for all these years so he's now the host of darkness radio on tuesday wednesdays and thursdays i'm the host of the paranormal 60 mondays and fridays so you can continue to listen to darkness radio you can go listen to paranormal 60 or you can listen to both and now we complement each other with monday and friday bookend shows and tuesday wednesday thursday the rest of the programs and we do the show differently from one another and uh, try to shine a different light and a different perspective on these deals so hopefully people will check it out but my show now is the paranormal 60 and uh like i said we're on mondays and fridays live on youtube and then the audio versions go out everywhere else so i hope people will come check it out I, I know they will because I already know they are because I, you know, of course, you know, I, I started announcing and everybody who my guest is and I never expect anybody to know who they are anymore that I do, you know, because again, I'm whatever, you know, and somebody goes, oh my God, that's Darkness Dave. And I'm like, why are you calling them Darkness Dave? <laughs> because I'm Darkness Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Dave's not dark. I don't understand. <laughs> so it's like, right. If you ever you see know, it's it, funny when I. When I did the show, uh, Darkness Radio, I would invite mediums on in the beginning, and they're like, oh, I'm from the light. I don't do darkness. And I'm like, well, then you're a pretty crappy medium, because if you don't know that the guy before you is pretty lighthearted and has fun, we're just, the name of the show is Darkness on the Edge of Town, because in every town and every village all around the world, there is those legends of lore and darkness from monsters to ghosts to UFO to conspiracy theories and underground bases. They all exist, and all the cool stuff happens in the dark. Right. So that's what the show is about. But I had so many people, oh, we're not of the dark. We won't do your show. And then years later, they're begging to be on the show. So, and I, I just don't understand that because as we went back earlier, it's about intention. It's not saying it doesn't exist. Right. It just means I'm not going to put my energy into it. That's really right. all it is. So, I mean, light, for, <laughs> Michael, light, love, and unicorn farts. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, he might be your new stalker. He's not that far from you in Minnesota. Shh, don't tell him where I'm at then. <laughs> I don't want to find myself in the bottom of a well with Michael lowering a bucket down. It rubs the lotion in, right? <laughs> I make a Darkness Dave meat suit. Um, hey, I do want to tell your listeners, though, if they're interested in getting out of the seats and into the game, you know, you could come see me at a bunch of great events. Or, like, I'm going to Ireland, and I think we still have four spots open in June. For oh Ireland, if you want to go and investigate haunted castles and crypts and hotels and and have just an amazing adventure, you can you can uh, do that. I also have um, an event in Scotland coming out in September, oh my and God. then in February of 2023, we're going to Egypt. I call it the Schraders of the Lost Ark, you know, I and see. we're going to be going there. 
uh, and having fun. So if people are interested in finding out where I'm going to be coming out and hearing some of my talks or going out and investigating with me in foreign countries and having a blast, they can go to darkness events dot com darkness events.com and they'll find all of the great places that i'll be visiting throughout the year and uh, i hope you guys will join me on some of these trips and check out my my podcast and i'll keep you up to date on when our new show comes out and uh, that again should be this fall sometime and i'll tell you what I've, I've been to scotland i well i i went to scotland i went to ireland got drunk one night and came home quite literally <laughs> You know, you don't have to go that far to get drunk yet. You could do that probably at the bar on the corner. Yeah, I know. But, you know, it's just another experience. I'll tell you. Sure, sure. <laughs> and I'm not a big drinker. So I only get drunk yeah. in, you know, Scotland, Ireland, and Mexico. You know, that's my forte. <laughs> so, <laughs> but when I was in, um, I had the opportunity when I was in Scotland to, uh, you know, the Wallace Abbey or whatever that fell. I had the mm-hmm. opportunity to go there. People don't realize it's like to go into something really that old because we have nothing like that here. There is nothing in the United States to explore that that is that that old. But to go there and get that energy and all that, that's going to be an experience. Yeah. So somebody wants a true, there you go. Let's talk to a you know a thousand year old. You're going to find it there. Not right. So yeah. I thank you so much, Dave, for coming on and sharing your viewpoints and educating people and all of it. Just amazing. Thank you. And feel free to throw out an invitation again. I'd love to come back on and visit. And if your listeners have specific questions uh, for me, they can certainly reach out to me at Dave at Paranormal60.com. That's Dave at Paranormal60.com. And uh, they can find all my information at Paranormal60.com as well. You're going to have a lot more new friends, I think. I hope so. I'm always up for new friends. I'll tell you what. And I can't wait to be able to do another event with you because, again, so much fun. Loved it. Very cool. Thank you so much. And I will definitely extend that invitation again. So thank you, Dave. I love it. Thank you. Take care. Have a great day. And everybody else, I'll be back in a few minutes with School Through Spirit and your weekly reading. Thank you. certified spiritual life coach, animal communicator, past life regression, and a psychic medium. This is Charlie Lynn. Charlie Lynn and Chat with Charlie work with you to bring communication and understanding from spirit to those looking to gain insight. Charlie Lynn's spiritual journey has brought her to you, so take advantage and contact Charlie Lynn today. Book a reading, indulge in some Reiki work, or take the next step in your life with some spiritual life coaching. No matter, Charlie Lynn is here to help you. Search Chat with Charlie on Facebook. That's Chat with Charlie on Facebook. Welcome back to School Through Spirit with your host here, Diet Renee, here on WLTKDB.com. This has been an amazing show today with Mr. David Schrader. And yes, guys, <clears throat> for everybody watching the live version versus where they're going to be watching the podcast when it turns into a podcast here later on this day, yes, he is really that down to earth. He really is that guy that 
You know, you want to, you see him at an event, go up and talk to him, shake his hand, ask him for a hug. He is, he's, he's not throwing BS up anybody's, you know, he's not blowing smoke. This really is who he is. Just, just this amazing coachable gentleman that really just wants to share his world with you and find out about yours. So one of the main reasons I wanted to bring him on, because he's just phenomenal. So I, I'm glad everybody has joined and shared, and it's not too late to keep sharing this, guys. Like, now that you've met him, share away, share Dave with your friends. I'm sure he really wants to hear that, right? Share Dave. Um, anyway, and Michael, no stalking Dave. <laughs> yes, Michael. Oh my God, I can't wait for you to start showing up. I came to, Michael, we need to find a date. When's your first Monday off after retirement that I can grab you and sneak you in here? Because I cannot wait to share you again with the world. Um, so let's do, ooh, five-card stud. I like that, five-card stud. Oh, and to let everybody know that doesn't know this yet, I am going to have a new show, guys, on here. And it is not Monday mornings. I'm doing a Tuesday evening show at 6 p.m. on Tuesdays. Anytime in July, you bet. Bonus, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot a date to you, Michael. Um, um God, I feel like I get into business and settle that first. Um, but anybody that wants to know, I'm gonna do just a reading show. Just readings, okay? Just readings. Like I'll either use my magical mystical Harry Power Potter Magical Mystical Harry Potter can't say his name, Harry Potter Powers, or I'm gonna pull cards, whichever one. But it is called Unfiltered with Diet Renee. I think it's perfect because God knows I don't have a filter. I don't, I have no cooth. I have no filter. Um, June 27th is your first Monday. You know what, Michael, now that I got you on, I'm looking at the book. Yes, guys, I'm old school. Let's see. Let's see if I can take him on because I have been wanting Michael back on the show forever. If you'll say yes, Michael, let's put you on June 27th. I want to be your first thing you do when you retire. That sounds really bad, but first show anyway. <laughs> so if you'll take it, I'll put you in June 27th. And then everybody will know who's on that day. <clears throat> but what was I saying now? Oh, I can't remember what I was saying. Um, but I'm going to use one or the other in a new show. So it'll be, I'm in. Got Michael on June 27th, guys. And that will be his first official mediumship, psychic, whatever, with his new life. So, because he is retiring, and I love it. I love it. Um, but it will be that. Um, we're going to start it sometime in June. Not sure when. It's just going to be me, no guess, only an hour long. But, you know, I have a lot of people asking to do readings, so it's my way of kind of giving back and, and doing as many as I can in our period of time. So, and we'll see how it goes. But, you know, I'm going to need your help, guys, with that. When we start posting and, and start coming on, I'm going to need you guys to show up and share. But again, it's a Tuesday evening. So um, my other computer screen froze. Thank God I'm looking over. My face doesn't look so bad over there. So um, let's do five-card stud here. Five-card stud, okay? Uh, for anybody tuning in, that's tarot. <laughs> so card number one. Oh, I should probably tell you what cards I'm using today. Um, Adventures. Our Nature's Whispers Oracle deck, and that's with Angela Hartfield and Josephine Wall. How's that? Can you guys see it? Perfect. I love these cards because I love the illustrations. I love how pretty they are. The first card I pulled was Adventure. Adventure. I love this card. Oh, Sherry's picked number four for you. You bet. So um, Adventure is the first card I pulled. And I do like this because if you pick number one as your card, 
um, for the week, you are looking at what is, life is an adventure, guys. Life is an adventure. I like the aspect is when you're looking at this card, you're really looking at the fact that you just have this mermaid sitting in a shell. She's sitting in a shell and she's looking over everything. She's looking, she's seeing everything from a different angle. Everything from a different angle. Now, everybody looks at adventure as something they, they have to go and they got to go jump off a cliff or they got to go rock climbing or they got to do swim with the sharks, whatever. It's not all that, guys. Adventure is just doing stuff out of the ordinary that really is just something you want to do. Something, again, that word spontaneous. It's about finding the fun in life, finding the love in life. Start looking at life as an adventure. Look at your day-to-day -day as an adventure. You know, sometimes getting out of bed is an adventure. So you're really starting. It's like that attitude adjustment, guys, again. It's that, I think this card is telling you good at attitude adjustment. Start looking at life a little bit different. Look at the adventures you're having. Have a blast and just start enjoying your life. I love how you guys are all putting your numbers in that you picked. Who picked number two? Breakthrough. Breakthrough. I love this. Oh, my God. I'm going to say that I love. I have been saying the words. I love this so much lately. And I it's just my own attitude adjustment because I am loving life, guys. I'm loving life. But number two breakthrough is Shelby. There you go. Shelby, you're going to go home with pink today. Um, <laughs> breakthrough. It really is. As you see, it's a pushing through. It's a pushing through. It's getting through. And I like how ooh, opposite side. I love how you see her pushing through all of this. She probably gets and there's nothing but butterflies, guys. There's nothing but butterflies, love and happiness on the other side. And if you pick number two, it tells me that you have been dealing with a lot of situations, maybe in your mind, maybe on the outside, but you're going to start getting the solutions. You're going to get start seeing the solutions. You're going to start seeing yourself push through things, push through barriers, push through your comfort zone, and you're just going to be coming on the other side of things. Maybe life is going to get a little bit easier. Now, that doesn't mean there won't be struggle again, but the breakthroughs tell me you are going to get through this. It's beautiful. Everything is fine. Okay. And that you're fine. Okay. So look for that. Number three, contemplation, contemplation, <sighs> the dreaded contemplation, which means you got to think about it. Right. Picking number three tells me that you have a lot of things going on in your mind. You have a lot going on in your life right now. And it's time for you to sit down and think. It's time for you to. Get off the bandwagon of just walking through life, and it's time to get on it of thinking about what you're going to do. Thinking about, you know, what's next? What do I want to do? What do I not want to do? Do I want to keep this job? Do I want to retire? Do I, do I want to, you know, switch and do something else? Do I want to stay in this relationship? Whatever it might be, this is your week to start thinking about things and where you want to go in life or what you want to do, okay? How do you want your life to appear? How do you want to live it? And this is your week to start thinking about that, okay? And remember, look at this card. Look at all the activity and the possibilities in there, okay? Tons of possibilities. Um, ideal course of action. Ooh, I like how this one, for all those that picked three and then picked four, ideal course of action, okay? So I do think this is a continuation of card number three. So as you're going through the contemplation of everything you want in life or what you want to do, what's next, you're looking at which way to go next. Where should I go? Where, you know, it's like, as you've seen this card, she's she's got a goal. She wants to get here. But what is the best way for her to get there? What is the best way for her to get there? 
And that's what you're looking at in life. Where, what, what is my goal? Just because we have goals doesn't mean we don't have to put an action plan into place. And that's what you're looking at. Now, just because the, narrow, the road in front of you might look straight does not mean it's always the best road to take. Sometimes you have to take a right and go through some bumps. And sometimes those bumps really add that extra adventure, extra fun into where you're going to. But it doesn't mean you have to take that road either. Okay. So you're starting to plan how I'm going to get there, how I'm going to get there. So if you've been looking at wanting to quit your job or retiring or doing whatever, this is your time to start going, okay, I want to own a business. I want to do this. Now, how am I going to get to that point? I still have to have my job. I still have to do this. I still have to do that. But it doesn't mean you can't start planning. How are you going to get from working for somebody else to working for yourself? Okay. So right now you're in that idea of planning it. Okay. Oh, baby, I pick number five. I pick number five. <laughs> Make a wish. Make a wish. Oh, how beautiful is this card? Make a wish. You know how me and Dave are talking about intention? Intention. It's all I'm finally retiring. Ooh, too, too. I love it, Brenda. Um, make a wish. I love this card because life is about intention, manifestation, making dreams happen, making your reality happen, you know? And what is it you wish for? What is it you dare to wish for? And that's probably a bigger one. What do you dare to wish for? Okay. We are all sitting in life. We are all doing things. We all want things, but you know, and it always says, be careful what you wish for because you'll get it because you're putting that intention out there. So take your moment, think about what you want, make a wish, put the intention out. This is your time to go, I can have this. I can have it. Okay. So don't forget about making a wish. So, and I love how all these cards, because if you are the person that picked all the cards, um, they really do kind of come to, they all come together because number one is a sense of adventure, which is kind of changing that attitude changing your way of looking at life, knowing that everything in life is an adventure. Number two is the breakthrough card. So if you pick number two, you're really starting to break through some of those walls. You're breaking through some of the ways of thought process. Um, number three is now you're into contemplation. You're thinking about things. You're, you're thinking, what do I want to do? Where do I want to go? How do I want things to be? Blah, blah, blah. Number four is being the ideal course. So after you've literally thought about the contemplation, you've thought about what you want, now you're going to look, how am I going to get there? How am I going to get there? What is happening? Which way am I going? And it comes through the number five, because even after all this, you have to put your intention in. I want this. I want this to happen, which is amazing, which is amazing. And I'll tell you what, what resonates is because I've done all of this over the last few years. And not this last weekend, like yesterday, but the weekend before, I put a lot of wishes out there. I dared to wish. I dared to wish. And now I got to see what happens. You know, which is amazing, amazing. So hopefully, hopefully they all make sense to you. Now let's do um, the clarification card. How's that? I almost forgot about it. I feel like this week we don't need the clarification, but I pulled it out. So we're going to do it. I'm using the Oracle of the Hidden Worlds by Lucy Cavendish. Like that. Lucy Cavendish. Awesome. Awesome. I love these. They're a little bit more philosophical, I feel, when I look at these cards. Anytime I see cards sideways, oh, let's do that too. Perfect. Oh my God, guys, I guess Spirit says you're going to get an extra one this week. So there you go. So let's do this one. 
And then I heard to pull a card from the affirmation cards also, Divine Wisdom affirmation cards. So let's do this one first. Do, 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 do. Charge. My screen literally has frozen on the other side. I have no idea what is going on in life here. Uh, it'd be nice to know. I pulled your card. I'm just in suspense. Here you go. Can you see it? Can you see it? I can't see it. Um, there, now I'm unfrozen again. Oh, but look at that. I'm back in commercial. Anyway, so what is your affirmation card? Skyfire. Messages, channels, channels, information. Sky. Oh, that is so cool. Messages, channels, and information. Can you see it? You see all the mountains, right? But then do you see the person right, right there? Showing it closer. Can you see her? I love that. I love that. And I will tell you what, when you're getting this, while you're, I think they're at the clarification card for this week. It's really why you're doing all this work. While you're doing, you're going within, you're looking, you're, you're coming back up. Start paying attention to what spirit or energy your guides, your loved ones from the other side are telling you. Okay. Because you're getting lots of messages that are going to help you along the way. Okay. Because remember, you're never alone in this. And the cards that they told me to pick, it's Lisa Williams, Divine Wisdom Affirmation Cards. So this is just an affirmation. Apparently, you need this little extra. You know, they've, they've told you what's going to happen. They told you, you know, to listen to the extra resources. But apparently, you need like an intention with this also. An affirmation or an intention, whichever it might be. Whatever you want to call it. So we're going to give you your affirmation for the week also. Okay? Maybe we'll start pulling this card every week. Who knows? Um, live the soul's purpose of love and happiness. Oh my God, you can't make it any more perfect than that, can you? Live the soul's purpose of love and happiness. So if y'all want to take a screenshot, there you go. That is your affirmation for this week. And I think it goes through beautifully with all the cards you got this week. So hopefully that all makes sense to you guys. I sure love that. I'm telling you what, that's an awesome card. Awesome way to look in life, isn't it? So let's put this away. So, oh my God, guys, and I agree with you. I want to say this while I still have you guys here with Dave. Remember, um, Darkness Radio, Darkness Radio, he doesn't do Darkness Radio anymore. That's his other one he did for years. Oh my gosh. He's such an icon. It just blows me away. But Paranormal 60, again, an amazing, 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 amazing podcast that you can see on YouTube, which is awesome. Make sure you send him messages. I mean, if you have questions, ask him. Trust me. This is a man that does not, like, see your questions and run. So, literally, I think he said, I don't know. I don't know. Todd, do you have his email? Um, Because I want that out coming out. Oh, Eclipse made and ready to move forward charge. Exactly. Exactly. I'll tell you what. I'm so glad, Rado. Do you guys know all those energies? Oh, my God. Those energies are hard. Um, but yeah, we're coming through that. We're, we're going forward. Um, if we, you know, I will make sure that, uh, Dave's email is in, um, the comments or something guys. So you guys can get that. Cause I want you to be able to go, okay, I'm going to go to Dave and I want to ask Dave questions. Cause again, so looking forward to that. And, and he, he really does love to answer those questions and just give a resource. Um, you guys to to have somebody because he will answer the questions he will answer them he will he will go there okay um i'm literally going to it's darknessdaveradio.com um you go to his website just so you know 
Oh, do 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 do. I'm just trying, guys. Um. There you go. Dave at paranormal60.com. Dave at paranormal60.com. Um, I just feel like everybody needs that extra little resource so that you can, you know, you have that person to say, hey, I want, I want to, I want to talk to somebody. I want somebody that's going to answer my questions. And again, he is a great person, a great resource for this. So I am literally going to go to the station page where you guys are all at watching, not on my personal page, but I'm going to get it into the comments here for you. So you can do that. Sorry for all the babbling, but if you notice when I'm trying to do computer, I babble. I babble a lot. It's crazy. Um, so I'm going to put Dave's. Do I have success? I do. Perfect. Awesome. Dave's email. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Todd, for getting all that up there. Um, oh my God, Michael, I can't even tell you how much I, I'm so happy I can finally get you on in the books. Here we go. Um, Michael has got a journey, a journey to tell you about. And I cannot wait for him to come back on and tell everybody about it because I've been harpering him, harpering. I have just not been leaving him alone on that. So let's talk about all the new things going on with the station. Oh my God, it's so crazy. I'll tell you what, the station is just growing, guys. It's growing and growing and growing. And thank you to all of you for helping it grow. When Todd and I started, I should say when Todd started two years ago, it was just Todd. He brought me in. Then it was just me and Todd. It was me and Todd for quite a while. And we just, the, the station started to grow. And it's been so amazing um, how it has just flourished. And it's still flourishing. And there's still more shows, shows that I don't even know about yet. I mean, there's mine. And I think there's one or two more coming out. I mean, it's just, guys, my goal, remember my intention? Todd cannot get out of his underwear because he's so busy. He just has to sit there and just do this all day long. It's happening. It's happening, guys. And if you want to join my quest and you have a voice and you want your own show, please, 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 please go to WLTKDB.com. Go in there. It says contact or, you know, whatever it goes in there. And you can literally go and send Todd in and Sherry a message because Sherry is also part of this. and. They will help you do with the content. They will help. All you have to do is go, oh, my God, I want to talk about this. And they'll be like, what do you want to talk about? And you go from there and you just develop it. And trust me, it's so easy. Everybody thinks this is so hard. It's not. You got a mouth. You know how to use it. Just open it up and keep going. So that's one way. Also, guys, also, um, if you want advertisement, cheap, cheap, cheap advertisement, that might actually be a possibility. I hope so, Mike. I'm going to have you guest host my show and see how easy it is telling you because mike i always think of you when there should be a show i think it should be you um because mike is amazing guys if you have not gone to see him you definitely have a mouth if you've not seen mike on his own lives trust me he's amazing oh and mike i found out we have a friend in common the intuitive lady you don't show us with it anyway i'm gonna bring her on my show because she's freaking amazing um so what's going on? And if you want to advertise, this is a great way to advertise, guys. Because, again, go to the station, WLTKDB. Tina, yes, thank you. I spent all last weekend with her in, in New York. She's awesome. Um, But you're going to go there. You know, advertisement is great because it goes on throughout all of our shows throughout the week. And now we got we got tons of shows going on and more always. 
And literally, that goes on, advertisement goes on the live version. So as you see, when I break, you know, I have two commercials that show up in mine. Um, every station, every show has got commercials. It's awesome. It's awesome, okay? And then you turn around, that goes into our podcast. We don't edit those commercials out. They stay there. So your commercial that you buy, that you pay for, is on, like my show, it's on Amazon Prime. It's on Audible. It's on iHeartRadio. It's everywhere, okay? Again, that's cheap advertisement. You're paying for the live version for a month, and you get it for a lifetime. You can't complain about that. I'm telling you, Michael, Lily Dale was flipping for me. Always, never disappoints, but this time was really just over the top awesome. So let's talk about the shows. Monday mornings, always as myself. It is School Through Spirit with myself at 9 a.m. Uh, Be the Change with Christina Bloom is on tonight at 8 p.m. Tuesdays, Tuesdays in June, sometime in June, I'm not sure when, sometime in June, I'm going to start my own, sh uh, my own show. I'm going to start a second show. And it's unfiltered with Diet Renee, and it's just readings, guys. It's spirit readings and, and funness. I'll bring your questions. After that, at 10 p.m. is Paranormal Pete with Pete Obea. Wednesdays is the Psychic Hour with Kelly Brickle at 3 p.m. And then past that, at 8 p.m. is Over the Target with Missy Hart and Nicole Ford. Um, Thursdays, Chat with Charlie's at 9 a.m. I mean, we're covering the bases here, guys. Chat, Char chat with Charlie at 9 a.m. Remember um send your questions to her okay because she is like the uh dear abby of spirit right now which is awesome and i know she's phenomenal because i was her teacher she's just flipping amazing um <laughs> i don't talk um uh at 7 p.m on thursday is realm of darkness with rennie and um oh, ashley and then after that at 8 p.m is nicole, nicole strickland with um afterlife chronicles Another amazing show. On to Friday. Missy came back with her good shit show at 9 a.m. on Friday mornings. And then Secrets Within with Rennie Rodriguez is at 8 p.m. I'll tell you what. We are getting a full lineup. I mean, we've always got something. And now that we're back to audio also, I mean, visual and the audio, there's no excuse not to put an ear pod in and go to work and listen to us chat. Because I'll tell you what. We got lots and lots and lots going on. Um, and I think this is so funny. Because I guess all we're waiting for is my synopsis to write about my show, and I don't know what to write. So if anybody has any ideas, send me your ideas. You know me on Facebook. Please do it that way. I don't care how we do it. Just please, please, please help because I suck at this stuff. You know, I do. Um, but with that being said, guys, I'm going to just end this a few minutes early. I will tell you who I have on next week, but I need a confirmation. I need a confirmation yet. So hopefully. She confirms with me um, very soon. Let me get to that page. If she doesn't confirm, then it will change to somebody else. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. My amazing programming lots up. It is. Oh, my God, Michael. I can't even tell you. Oh, I want you to do a show, readings, chats, all of it, Michael. You need to do this. We'll talk. Let's talk, Michael. Um, thank you, Tim. Now, um, who I tentatively have on next week um it's you know i haven't got the confirmation so hopefully i get the confirmation is jen gilcrest uh she's soul alignment and sex success mentor and she's had over 40 dolphin swims freaking amazing woman but i just am waiting for the confirmation and if i don't get the confirmation she'll be on another day and i have no clue who's going to be on 
You know what I mean? I have no clue. Maybe I have no clue. I'm going to hold it out. I'll, I'll, I'll decide. So either Jen is going to be on next week or it's going to be a surprise show. One way or the other, we're going to have a great time, aren't we? We're going to have fun. It's going to be a blast. Either way, guys, thank you so much for joining me. I so love you guys. You can't even tell. Um, I can't even tell you how much I do. Um, thank you for joining me. This is Diet Renee here with School Through Spirit on WLTKDB.com. And don't forget to go email Dave your questions. Have a great day.